0: You are listening to the Horse Radio Network, part of the Equine Network family. Hi everyone, Glenn the Geek here, founder of the Horse Radio Network. Every year I help the Wisdom by Wisa gang out with a special trade show episode. In this episode, I will highlight a few of the newer vendors that were at the show in case you missed them. There was always some fascinating people at the show, and I was lucky enough to speak to a few of them. I hope you enjoy Well, I am here with Haley at Western & Co., and it is your second time at WESA, right?
1: Yes, we
2: were here in January, and we are back here in August.
0: Very good. And, you know, what kind of products do you carry?
2: So, we feature high-end leather outerwear. We and also, purses,
0: I see. And purses yeah. and
2: handbags and accessories and belts. Uh, but outerwear and capes and leather jackets are our jam.
0: Well, and capes are back. They are. I remember those from when I was in the seventies and early eighties. Even they they lasted a little while.
2: Yes, they are. We brought back the cape from the seventies, put our western spin on it, and yeah, these are
0: better looking than the seventies.
2: <laughs> we well, they yeah, they. I, they're did. not tie dye. So <laughs> exactly, we added some studs, some embroidery. We have some color here. We've got a couple different colorways. Beautiful,
0: and they're they're leather.
2: They are leather, and they also are one size, so they fit a large gamut of women. I mean, you could be any size, from a 0 to a 12. And
0: and these are open in the front, but also open like a, like a lot of capes are. They kind of have a sleeve, but it's open underneath.
2: Exactly. Right. Yes, and they're very comfortable to wear. You can put your arms, arms through them, and you can wear them on a cold days so they'll keep you warm but they'll also give you enough airflow even in the in some of it the seems like leathers. good leather too yes it's a heavier weight weight leather but it doesn't feel like you are wearing something super super heavy just based on the the silhouette and the style of it
0: so where would you wear this right now if you were going out
2: if i was going out i would wear it the first place would be the nfr absolutely i'd dress that's it coming up.
0: up sooner than we think yes yeah. it'll
2: be here and I would wear something a little formed fitting underneath because it is a looser silhouette and wear some boots or some heels, dress it up for a date night.
0: How, how has the reaction been with retailers to the to the they, new cape line?
2: Yeah, they actually really love the cape because it fits a larger demographic. I mean Yeah, they could, have to carry
0: be, less skews. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. You could
2: be you could be twenty five, but you could also be eighty five and wear the cape and look amazing in it.
0: Well, good for you bringing back the 70s. I
2: love the 70s. I should have been born in the 70s, I feel like. It's my favorite era of fashion for sure.
0: Well, where can people find them? Where can uh, retailers go to find you?
2: You can find us on our website at shopwesternandco.com. You can also find us on all the social media. We have a pretty good Instagram. That's where we're probably the most active, and that's at Western and Co.
0: Sounds good. Thanks a bunch. Thank you. Well, I just stopped by a company that we used to buy from when we had the horse stuff company... 25, 30 years ago, and that's JT International, and I happened to notice it because of a new line they have here, and I have Jamie here to talk about it. Hi, Jamie. Hello. It does bring back memories because we bought a lot of stuff from JT over the years. Yeah,
3: yeah. we have a lot of things, and we've got a lot of uh, customers that have been with us for a very long time. So yeah. yeah. Well, how long has JT been around? Uh, this is actually our 50th anniversary this year. <laughs> we've been here since 1973, so wow. uh, we've, uh, we've been... <laughs> Been coming to WESA a long I, I time. I actually
0: didn't realize that JT was that old. Yeah. Yeah.
3: yeah.
0: Well you're still here. So congratulations <laughs> right. on that. Thank
3: you. We appreciate that. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so you do have a new line and tell us about it.
3: Um, it's actually, um, a new line in English, um, salary and, uh, strap goods. Uh, we call it Equitare. Um, it's basically an entry level line, but just a little bit of a better quality entry level. Um, look nice. yeah, it's a, it's yeah. a very nice, uh, it's got a really good look to it. Um, we've had several people ride in them and really say they're quite comfortable for them and the horse. They really love the new saddles. Uh, we have an all purpose, uh, venting and dressage. So we've got a little bit of everything. Um, and then we have uh, bridles to match them. And we've gotten some really nice ergonomic bridles. Uh, have a real nice fit on the face. Um, have they cut out all around the ears. Just, just a, ni- a really nice bridle.
0: And so you said entry level. So somebody just getting into it that wants to try it out, but uh, it, you know, is riding lower levels at this point.
3: Exactly. Yeah. Because English can be a, a a more expensive field to get into so this is for you know we we normally service more of your western rider so this lets you get someone who wants to maybe work towards a high point at a show or wants to just kind of dabble in English and kind of get started or or even for the youth who are just getting going in it to make sure that they can afford to to, to get into the uh, the industry and then kind of work their way up since obviously they're going to be changing saddle sizes so you don't want to just throw a ton of money at it right out the gate so
0: Speaking of sizes, so the saddles start at what what Um, size?
3: 16 to 19, so okay. you've got the youth moving Teenagers all the up to up. the yeah. to the adults. Yes, yeah, okay.
0: up to 19. Yeah. Wow. Then used nobody used to make those saddles. <laughs> yeah. And now now everybody does. So yes. I, I'm yes. glad to see that. So you, uh, I mean the strap goods and everything. I mean they all look great. Mm-hmm. So what are the price points of the saddles retail? I mean if you're a range. Uh, retail, you're
3: great. you're probably going to be just under to just over 500 dollars retail. Well, right so it's yeah, it's a really saddle. nice spot for that. Uh, most of them can be just under 500 and have a. Uh, you know, a really good good place to start there, yeah.
0: And then the bridles are available in horse size at this point.
3: It's just horse size right now. We will probably move into the pony size as well on those, but right now we've just got the horse size in stock.
0: So the retail on the bridles, then?
3: Uh, they they're going to be under eighty dollars, uh, and they're a nice leather bridle. They come with the reins, so you've got everything but your bit. So you've got what you need there. So
0: and every tack shop out there is looking for a starter, right? Yeah. Because absolutely, their customers come in and ask for it, especially if it's for a teenager that's mm-hmm. growing like a weed. Yes, absolutely,
3: yeah. and. Then and we also have um, the saddle pads that you saw there that uh, are the contour fit. And they come in really bright, fun colors as well as your traditional black and white. And um, we have the uh, half pads as well. If you've got a horse that's a little, little tougher to fit, gives it a little better, better feel for the saddle.
0: And is the line available now?
3: Uh, yes. Um, everything's in stock now and ready to ship.
0: All right. Very good. How do uh, retailers find you?
3: Um, you can find us at uh, toughone.com.
0: And if you're a consumer out there, happen to be listening to this, same thing. You can check out toughone.com. You can find a list of retailers there, I'm sure, Absolutely.
3: Thanks a lot. All right. Thank you.
0: Well, I was walking through the uh, trade floor here, and I saw a booth that wasn't like the others. And here I am (laughs) with Timothy of Prince of Scots. What's Prince of Scots? Uh, We're a
4: British textile barware manufacturer, uh, and how we got involved in the equestrian community, we were the official retail partner of the Breeders' Cup in 2022. Oh, wow. Um, And uh, sort of uh, have a following with our uh, uh, textiles with the equestrian community. And uh, we have a lot of uh, retail stores in Montana that actually carry our textiles in in the, um, you know, Home design collections.
0: So what when you're talking textiles, what kind of products are you talking about?
4: Uh, we have textiles that are actually made in in England, uh, Yorkshire and Wales, but they're blankets, scarves, uh, wraps. Um, the blankets are yeah, absolutely yeah, beautiful. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. you have
0: all the tartan patterns and all of right, that, too. Right, yeah. right.
4: You mean because we're Princess Scots, of yeah. course, we have... We have all the tartans, uh, and we were actually featured this month in Victoria Magazine, and they did a piece on remembering the Queen and, and things that she loved, and it talked about her her love of horses, the equestrian community, yep. and and her love of tartan, and and they called out our tartans uh, with the Queen. Which well, you know a what nice I meant? Uh,
0: was it two years ago? Right now, we were in Edinburgh because we were there for for. Uh, we we're there for festival, okay, and right. you know we we're there for the tattoo and all of that. Okay. And I just, I loved. Wait, we're going to go back because we just loved that whole area. Oh, cool, cool. Yeah. I
4: mean, I mean, Scotland is is a beautiful country, uh, uh, an incredible culture, and if you look at the history of country music, it's actually rooted in Scottish culture. Yep, so, that's right. Um, you know, we've had a couple people stop by today and tell us that they were sort of surprised to see, you know, the the tartan. Well, I was too. <laughs> but it makes, like, perfect sense. I it mean, does. It, 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 it matches to that lifestyle and to, and to who that consumer is.
0: So you have a ton of different designs here for the – for the are they throws or blankets?
4: Um, 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 they're actually throw blankets. Right, uh, um, okay. it, it's not, like, a, quite a blanket size. We do have one called the big throw, which is extra big, and uh, it's about the size – of a twin blanket but but most of them are just like throws for the end of your bed your sofa like if you're watching TV What great time. Christmas gift ideas Ex- Exactly Oh, this exactly. would be fantastic
0: exactly. Fantastic And you also have bags over there too I've noticed
4: Yes, yes The bags are actually made just south of London and we use goat skin um, uh, so it's, uh. It's a softer. Our, yeah, yeah. 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 Much softer. Plus it's waterproof. And, uh, if you look over here, we also have mint julep cups. Oh, you sure um, do. We are, believe it or not, the number one market share in mint julep cups in the U.S. Uh, I didn't know there was a market share for mint (laughs) (laughs) juleps. So, so, um, um, you know, during derby season, you know, we are the go-to person for for derby cups. Um, We use copper as the base. And then on top of that, we have a 24-karat gold plate um, over the copper. Then we also have a silver plate over top of the copper.
0: And I I assume that the mint juleps taste better when they're in your cups. Yes, they do. Yeah, that's proven. Yeah, scientifically.
4: (laughs) And they keep your drinks colder because they're in copper.
0: Oh. Well, that makes sense. Yeah, this stuff's absolutely beautiful. The scarves are. My wife loves scarves, and then we moved to Florida. Okay, so not much (laughs) for scarves in Florida, but she would have a thousand of them if she could. She would love your booth. Oh, thank you, thank you very much. Can people buy it here? What's the story? Um. um, this is our first trade show with
4: Wessa. Okay. Uh, uh, we do have our own online website, so if if, if something's you know someone's looking just to buy a personal, yep. um, you, you can go to our website. What um, is the website? Uh, princessscots.com. Okay. And then if if you're interested in wholesale, uh, of course we're here for the show, uh, but you can also go to Fair.com, which is a which yep. is a wholesale marketplace. Yep. Uh, if you're brand new there, you can get $100 off your first order plus free shipping for a year.
0: But you're listed on pair.com Yes, so yes. You're we're on So find you there. Right, right. That's terrific. That's great. Thank you very much. Thank you. Appreciate it. Right. So I am here at WESA, and I found a brand new booth. I'm so excited when we find new companies that come to WESA, and it's Carolina, Carolina Crowley. And that's the name of the company, is also Carolina Crowley. So, what do you guys do?
5: Well, I'm a fashion designer. Uh, I have uh, many accessories, woman accessories, uh, like these tooled handbags and uh, cowhide, too, um, and boots and hats. So, I have like many options for women, like this style, like Western, but modern, contemporary woman, travel woman, you know? It's like uh, unique pieces you can find and handmade pieces.
0: And you started this company, right?
5: Yeah, 10 S- years ago. 10 years ago? Yeah. Why'd you do it? It's my passion. I am a fashion designer. I like to sell everything I, I do with my own hands. So uh, I was looking something that I will wear. And I made my first handbag in my school, fashion designer uh, school. And, uh, well, everybody started to ask about it. So I started to do things with artisans and um, find new materials. And now I i think I'm a cool hunter, trend cool hunter with design and all these um The bags are
0: beautiful. My wife has this handbag fetish and I'm glad she's not here (laughs) (laughs) because we'd be going home with some and all the designs are yours.
5: Uh, yeah, yep. uh, all the designs are are, are mine. Uh, there is an inspiration on, uh, before I start uh, making all these uh, pieces.
0: So you're out of Mexico, but your family was originally out of Texas, right?
5: Yeah, my grandfather is from San Antonio, Texas. So uh, yeah, I live in Mexico, but my inspiration has been like a little bit from, from here, from um, Mexico. So I think it's... It's cool. Now,
0: was any of your family in this kind of business at all? Or you're the first?
5: I'm the first. Yeah. We sell everything. Uh, we like, like the fashion business too, but the handbags are new. And now my business partner is my mom so it's really <laughs> <Perfect>.
0: nice <laughs> I was going to ask you if they're supportive of your business i guess so
5: <laughs> yeah yeah my brother too it's um, in the websites and social media and the accounting things my father so it's a business family now we're growing very fast
0: well that's uh, congratulations and Thank we're so you. glad that you're here at we where can where can retailers or consumers go to find your your stuff
5: uh, okay, you can go to the website. It's CarolinaCrowley.com, and uh, on Instagram, CCC by Crowley. And you can shop online or we can give you a special service uh, by email. And you can have uh, your payment uh, from distance and then send you to your house. And we have wholesale too for uh, boutiques. Very
0: good. Well, congratulations. Thanks for being here. And we'll talk to you again soon.
5: Thank you very much, Glenn.
0: <laughs> well, I found Casey here. It's her first time at WESA, and she is an author and a publisher and has the darn cutest little kids' books here. Hi, Casey. Welcome.
1: Hi. Thank you for having me. So what,
0: what drove you to become an author of kids' books with horses in them?
1: Well, I'm from a horse family. My family either trains cutting horses or barrel horses and rodeos. And then I had a little boy myself. He's two and a half. So it's I it's not just
0: the one we hear uh, in the background.
1: No, it's not that one. There are a lot here, though. Yeah, that there's a surprised. few here. Yeah, no. Um, so I had a little boy and just was inspired to write a story about him. And Is the
0: little boy your, the one yes, on the cover? Yes, his name's
1: Bo, so I joked that I didn't think that one through. He's going to really hate me when he's a teenager, I'm sure, because <laughs> his name is in the children's book. But, but yeah, so I was just inspired to write it, and I shared it with a few people. with a little poem, and they said, you know, you could make this into a children's book. And so I just kind of figured out how to do it and make it work
0: and horses obviously are are the star of the book beside Beau.
1: yes absolutely it's all about horses and farm life and ranch life and i try to keep it genuine to you know real ranching life and real horse folks that do this every day
0: but what makes a kid book one one is the writing, but the second thing is the illustrations, and you had a good illustrator. This I is have well done. The
1: most amazing illustrator. I have to tell her to put her name bigger on the books every time. <laughs> her name's Mel Schroeder, and uh, you know it was just it felt like it was meant to be. She really knows how to illustrate for kids and I've sort of helped her along with you know our industry and our lifestyle and what it's like and I think we've gotten a you know, a really exciting result for kids. They seem to really enjoy it. And this is
0: for little kids. Little,
1: is, Yeah, little kids. Six and under, but we have some that are, you know, great for toddlers. And um, then we have one. read to your kids. Yeah, yeah, exactly. You read to them, and then they, they can learn to read through them.
0: I love the little details that your illustrator put in, like the picture in the barn here where, where Bo is uh, wrapping up a dog's leg. Yes. Uh, and there's a little mouse in the background. There's always little details. Yes. The, oh, what the heck is that one?
1: Yeah, she has the funniest little expressions when he's cleaning the, <laughs> he the stalls and all kind of he things. Cares. But yeah, it—that's how you know you have like a person that really understands children, and they find the little things that repeat <laughs> so in funny. the pictures. Yeah, I love
0: cleaning up. The, that's the way I am when I clean out the stalls.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like oh, do I have to do this? Yeah, you have to clean up after the animals. <laughs>
0: <laughs> These are terrific, and I'm Thank so happy you. that uh, you're doing something new in the book world for the horse world. And there's another one coming. You have two out now. One's called Buckaroo Bow, and uh, what's the other one?
1: So yeah, Buckaroo Bow lives on a ranch, and Vera Vaquera gets a new horse. And then coming at the end of the year, we'll have Buckaroo Bow goes to the rodeo. So that's super exciting. Oh, that's cool. Does Bo, Well, Bow's how old now? Well, uh, my Bo, Yeah, your bow. My bow's two and a half. And so half. this Bow's he's he's. Ageless, right? Yeah,
0: that's right. But your Beau's two and a half, so he doesn't quite know that there have been books written about him yet. He
1: doesn't. He knows that. um, He says it's Beau, it's Beau, but he doesn't know that it's the same Beau. Another year
0: or two, he's going to figure that one out. Yeah. (laughs) We'll see when he's a teenager how that goes. We'll see. We'll see. (laughs) We'll keep it secret. Yeah. (laughs) terrific where can people buy them for the especially for the holidays coming up it's perfect
1: oh yeah so they're in you know trying to be in your local retailers anywhere um so and you can visit us at buckaroobow.com it's b-e-a-u um just for more information and to find out what retailers we're in
0: very good buckaroobow.com yep thanks
1: thank you so much
0: I'm here with Ted, and the reason I stopped by this booth is the name of the company, because it's in really bright, big, red letters on the back wall, and there was no way in hell I wasn't stopping and seeing the Cowboy Shit Company. (laughs) Thanks for stopping by, Glenn. (laughs) And you have nothing to do with manure. It's really nothing to do with picking manure, cleaning manure, nothing. It's true. It's true. It could be. Depends how you look at it. You should at least carry a... Monogrammed pitchfork or something, you know. <laughs> so <laughs> so well, no, that's the- for my next idea. Horse, oh. it's sh- for your horse. That's perfect, right? I love it. I gotta ask you, yeah. what, the name Did, was there any reservation in naming the company? I guess
6: the actually the parent company is Everything Cowboy. So I've had a website and kind of the parent company was Everything Cowboy and has been since 2010. So technically, Cowboy is owned by Everything Cowboy. So it's part of a I don't know, whatever you would call that, but but this was meant to be in your face and out there and different and push the envelope and uh, change some of the norms and kind of be that, be, be the, what the name is, be yeah. different. So that was the intention. And we actually started uh, started the company, um, I started a podcast in 2017 with uh, a guy that was then was uh, living at my house at the time and renting a room there, and that's we started. how that's how a lot of podcasts start. Yeah, we started two it that guys way. with beer in the basement. Yeah, with beer in the basement, <laughs> exactly. So we started the podcast, and then and then my fiance and I, Storm, we started the clothing company uh, in twenty twenty during the during the lockdown because there wasn't much going on and. She said we should so give it a perfect try. Perfect time to start a company during a yeah, pandemic, during a global yeah. pandemic. So we started the clothing company <laughs> in the winter or in the summer of 2020. So we're about three years in now. Um, but we bought a bit of stuff to try it out, and I'm all because I'm also a sales rep for Canada West Boots up uh, up in Winnipeg, Manitoba, and then Montana Silversmiths. And now we have a few partnerships with Montana. Uh, so as as I was on the road doing sales, I would take the stuff along and uh, and show it to the stores I was already working at. And the first two I showed it to bought all the stuff I had, so I had to order more before I even got the first set of orders in the warehouse. So, so uh, what kind of products do you have? Uh, we got ball caps, uh, t-shirts, hoodies, uh, lanyards have been a big hit. Uh, we call them toques in Canada. It's a beanie or toboggan, depending on where yeah. you're from in America and everywhere else. But I live uh, in Florida.
0: We don't use those too often.
6: Yeah, probably not. Yeah. In Calgary, Alberta, where we're from, there's a few uh, a few toque users up there. A couple stickers. What else? It's kind of it at this point. And oh, yeah, you,
0: buckles from Montana. So obviously, the main wording on the hats and, and shirts is cowboy shit, but yeah. you also have ride-on and, and some Correct. other stuff, too. Yeah, so we're working on a couple new designs this year. Ride-on
6: is one of them. Uh, bad roads make good stories. Uh, what else <laughs> do we have? Uh,
0: there's one that's sundown upon a lost road. There's a radial one. I like uh, uh, <laughs> bad roads make good stories. We yeah On the on the morning show, on Horses in the Morning you know, my co-host and I always say, if something goes wrong in our lives, it makes a great story for the show. <laughs> it's true. <laughs> true.
6: Ah, but with the name, as you know, uh, there's been some pushback in some places. My so, bad. Yeah, I was so going to ask you that. Yeah, so some of these efforts with the Ride On and some of the other uh, new patches and new designs, Ratherby Ranching, Rome, we're working on having, having the brand be more of... Uh, Something that people can, the kids can wear in school. They're getting in trouble for the current stuff, so we had to we had to flex a little bit so we could still take care of the kids in school and uh, and not get into too much trouble. No kidding! So. T-
0: teachers didn't like that name. They didn't in school. appreciate <laughs> it. even if it is uh, even Such if it is fruits
6: in school, <laughs> even if it is uh, what's the word I'm trying to say.
0: Well, you do have apostrophes censored. and exclamation yeah, points where, where certain letters would be too. Yes, yeah, so. exactly. You were trying to cover it. The other thing I got to congratulate. Well, wow, where, where can people buy it? What's the website? Cowboy.ca.
6: There so we're we all out of uh, Calgary, Alberta, like we said. Yeah. I've never been, been to Alberta. You know, I've always wanted to oh be in yeah? be Alberta. Been and to Canada? Canada. Yeah. Yeah, been to Canada. Quebec, the Montreal. East yeah. Yeah, yeah. Never Straight been north Alberta. of Florida. I got to do it. It's a six-hour flight to Calgary from Orlando, so it's not
0: very close. And the Stampede has invited us to come up as press yeah. many times, and I've never done it. i always wanted to. Oh, you got to come check it out. Congratulations also on having a podcast that lasted more than seven episodes. You guys hey, are what? You. Above the average, what? 150 Yeah. You're in now? Hundreds? Yeah. Yeah.
6: yeah, just did our 150th actually uh, yesterday. So what's your show about? Uh, Cowboy shit.
0: <laughs> Why did to- I expect a different answer? <laughs> I don't know.
6: <laughs> we uh, end up talking to uh, a lot of different athletes in the rodeo world. That's a lot of what I do. Uh, some guests have been Coulter Wall, um, Cor Blund in the singer side, Aaron Watson, Brett Kissel. Larry the Cable Guy um, spent some time in Florida in his day. Who else? Some hockey guys from back in Canada. Uh, a lot of rodeo folks. Flint Rasmussen from the PBR was just on our last show. Um, so you do it live? Uh, no, uh, we record it and then put it out after afterwards. So, But yeah, different CEOs from PBR, PRCA at different times. Um, yeah, just talking
0: mostly Western sports. Well, there's very few of us that have made it as long as we have in the podcasting True. world and the horse world, in the podcasting world in general, but especially yeah. the horse world. So congratulations.
6: Yeah, thank you, Glenn.
0: Well, I am here with Jeff at uh, WESA, and he is with Prime Performance Nutrition, which I have not heard of before. So what is Prime Performance Nutrition?
7: Prime Performance Nutrition is a all-around, complete supplement company, Um Mainly on the equine side, we've got a couple of small animal products, but mainly the equine side we've this is uh, roughly our 20th year in business. We manufacture roughly thirty two different products oh wow from okay paste liquids, pellets, powders and the whole gamut.
0: Where are you out of? We are outside of St Joseph, Missouri. Oh okay, cool and is there a primary product one that's the best seller? We do have some categories that are the best sellers. Um, Joint
7: health is a
0: product category
7: that would carry throughout all disciplines, and that would be our Maxim HA. And then we go into digestive health. I know that's
0: what you have here today, the gastric supplement. Um,
7: In the paste form, it's our Assure GT, and in the liquid form, it's our
0: Allo GT. What makes your products different than others out there?
1: Man,
7: I pride ourselves on the fact that we do manufacture our own. Um, we've exported these products for the first 10 years, and that has been a bit of a challenge in that we've got to get all of our certifications from our GMPs to our FDA food facility registration numbers, NESC member, all of that. And so we've got a—if all supplement companies on the same level— I think that we would raise above it just because of our quality standards and our production process. Because you've had to. We've had to. Because of the Abs- exporting. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Two
0: other countries we're talking about. Absolutely. Right. Yep. yep. So, obviously, we're talking to retailers today on the Wisdom by Wisa show. Why should retailers carry your product? Because they do have a lot of choices when it comes to supplements.
7: I think at the end of the day, again, if it goes back to the quality side, we've got a product that they can trust that there isn't going to be a stop sale or any issues as far as the quality goes. The second point being is that we've got such a wide range of products that they can tailor in whatever their customer may need. If it just be an electrolyte or a joint health product, we've got the whole range. And then probably the last point would be we aren't the most expensive, but yet we aren't the least expensive. We're, we we try and be a high quality product in the mid range or mid range price point.
0: Well, that's important. As a retailer, we always want those, we, we want the different price points, right? Uh, we we don't carry just one price point.
7: And I, I guess just a, as a last note to that, we do have enough confidence in our product that we do have a guaranteed sale for our retailers. So if we do send a product to them and it sits on the shelf for, for, to a point to where they see it's not moving, we may have picked the wrong one for their customer. So we will take that product oh, wow. back and well, replace good. it into one that we there can try go. again.
0: That's perfect. All right, great. Where can, they, where can retailers go to find your product? Uh, all you. of
7: our contact information would be on our website, www.primeperformancenutrition.com. And consumers, if they're
0: listening to this and they want to buy, same place? Same place, yes, right. sir. Sounds good. Thanks. Yeah, thank you. Well, thank you for joining me on this walk around WESA. Your regular programming will return in the next episode. Please tell everyone you know in the business about Wisdom by WESA. And if you're a manufacturer or wholesaler, consider advertising on this podcast and reach the retailers you are looking for. See you in January in Dallas for the next show.